Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartinized. Today's episode, don't call them traitors. I'm going to need my thesaurus for this one here. Protesters always get a lot of press, and it doesn't matter how silly or misinformed most of them are. Their signs and silly costumes and goofy giant puppets make for entertaining video clips, and news is more about entertainment than information. If you listen to them speak, it becomes evident that most of them are misfits and miscreants, and they hate the country that they live in. They sit in the comfort the country provides them, knowing their hateful speech is protected, But when referring to terrorists, they tell us all that we're evil bastards who got what we had coming to us. The pseudo-intellectuals pontificate from the left about the evils of imperialism and jingoism and any other ism they can blame on the U.S. government. And the anti-intellectuals make even more jarring noises. These people are pathetic. A miserable load the country has to carry, and their hateful combination of ignorance and nonsense makes them even more useless than telemarketers. I'm sure glad they're here. If they were missing, something would be seriously wrong. The fact that they can spew their ignorant spew, wallow in their stupidity, luxuriate in their blather, and look down their noses at those of us who have a clue, all without the slightest worry of being arrested, tortured, or even beaten up by people walking by, tells us that there are still a few freedoms left in this country. The far right has taken to portraying these clowns as traitors, Ann Coulter, whose ignorance used to be entertaining, even wrote a book about it called Treason. Among the other gems in that screed is the assertion that Senator Joe McCarthy should be regarded as an American hero. She's never going to have to worry about how to spend the money from a MacArthur grant. As usual, she and the people who side with her are entirely missing the point. Dissent isn't treason. Dissenters aren't traitors, and it takes a great deal of ignorance about the very principles of America to apply that label to them. Our entire political system is adversarial by design. It encourages all sides to be heard, so all ideas can be tested and considered before they're implemented. Even really stupid ideas get to be heard and argued about and discussed. And I'm still trying to figure out why the left tries to call these people heroes. That's a term that they use a lot. Now, it may be heroic to protest in, say, China or someplace like that where a protest can cost you your life or a substantial part of your life in prison. But protest is tolerated here, even encouraged. There's nothing really brave about it. And most of them, their philosophy is one of cutting and running. It's nothing brave there. Now, it may be frustrating knowing that these yellow-bellied misfits are using the freedoms won by the very people they despise, patriots and soldiers who have given life and limb for the country. These freeloaders are enjoying themselves because hundreds of thousands of people with the courage they lack fought so that everyone, even them, could say and think what they please. It may seem unfair that they enjoy the fruits of such sacrifice, but that's the nature of freedom. That doesn't mean we should accept them. We should shun them and mock them and point at their genitals and giggle and pull out the thesaurus to make sure we don't miss any of the derogatory descriptions they deserve. 
but while we're mocking them, we should cheer that they're here. A few of these folks, very few, are genuine pacifists. They believe Gandhi was the right man for his time and place, and so he's the right man for all times and all places against all enemies. A couple of years ago, I saw an interview with a guy named Brad Little. He was a uh, presidential candidate for the pacifist party. And what he said was so outrageous that I actually wrote it down and saved it. He was asked how he would have fought the Axis powers in World War II. His answer was, I would have organized nonviolent resistance against any kind of aggression. If it were carefully and thoughtfully used, it could have stopped the Axis aggression. Imagine how much Adolf would have enjoyed that scenario. I was discussing it with someone else, another pacifist, and he told me he'd fight terrorism with peaceful protest. He evidently believes that if we're apologetic enough and refuse to defend ourselves, terrorists will accept our contrite attitude and promise to be nice from now on. People who think this way are very sincere, very motivated, and borderline retarded. They don't deserve our scorn, they deserve our pity. The scorn goes to the people who absolutely hate America, they despise capitalism, while very gleefully enjoying the freedoms and wealth it provides. Some of the people who call these protesters traitors point to Vietnam, where resistance to the war had a detrimental effect on the morale of the fighting troops. But that's a pretty flawed comparison. Many Vietnam soldiers were there against their will. They were being forced to fight in a war they didn't believe in against an enemy they didn't care about. Today's military consists entirely of people who want to be there. They signed up for the job. The enemy is real and terrible and hated by every one of them. None of them are going to be deterred by any remonstrating, superficial, faint-hearted jabbernowls. The argument that these timorous simpletons are providing aid and comfort to the enemy is also flawed. Does anyone honestly think that Bin Laden and his cadre of loonies felt bad about what they did until they saw these half-wit nincompoops protesting? Can you picture them watching the protesters and saying to each other, Ah, we feel much better about ourselves now. So please, don't call them traitors. Call them yellow-bellied poltroons, spineless chuckleheads, chicken-shit recreants, fate-hearted cretins, rectal cranian inversion losers, dim-bulb fraidy-cats, pulsanonymous whittlings, lily-livered addle-brained dunderheads, faint-hearted yellow-streaked timorous pea-brains, and cowardly ninny-hammers every chance you get, preferably to their face. But don't call them traitors. And be very glad that they're here. That's it for this episode of Quick Hits. Time to close the thesaurus. Put it down. And promise never to do that to you again. If you learned a little something. If you changed your mind. If you examined your biases a little bit. Even if you can just now understand a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations, you've been smartenized. I don't generally get a lot of email, but the last show that I did generated quite a bit. I heard from an awful lot of people on it, and that was great. And I'd like to read some of the emails, but the format of this show, I generally try and keep it to 10 minutes or less makes it difficult to do that without going over and making it long and boring and whatever. 
So what I want to do, a couple of things. First of all, I've been doing this show about twice a month. I want to start doing it on a little more of a schedule, something like uh, around the first weekend and the third weekend of each month. And then I'm also going to do occasionally bonus episodes. Now, bonus episodes will be, oh, playing around with some other things, some other ideas, things that maybe don't quite fit into this format and will give me a chance to answer people's emails. So if you want to send an email, please do. You can find the email address in the tags of this MP3 file. You can also go to DaveHit.com. That's spelled with two T's. And you'll find a spot there where you can send me email. And if you really want to be heard, you can send me a voicemail. Call 206-203-4488. That's 206-203-HIT. And that'll give you a chance to leave a voicemail. And if it's good and interesting and funny and not too long, you might hear it played on a bonus episode of Quick Hits. I'd also like to encourage everybody that's a podcaster out there to check out the Podcast Peer Awards. We're putting together an award, an Academy Award-style award for podcasting, and we'd like podcasters to join up, sign up, and become a part of it. The more people that we have involved with it, the better the award is going to be. Go to podcastpeers.org and check it out. As always, never forget that the Quick Hits Podcast is nothing more than a journal of one man's opinion and therefore should not be taken too seriously.